All right. So yeah. Um, welcome everybody, all the listeners to the Building a Real Estate Empire podcast. Super excited. Um, this is our first episode. We actually have our first guest, Mr. Lee Hoffman, um, the man himself, the quote unquote Dan Bilzerian of the SFR space. Um, you know, super excited to have you on, Lee. I uh, would love to, you know, kind of just, you know, hear your story, hear what you're seeing in the industry and, uh, you know, hear your insight for all the listeners on you know, where you think the, the market's going, what you think is happening in the industry and, you know, just kind of go from there. So Mr. Lee Hoffman. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. So, uh, was actually, I was in the Navy, right. In 2009, I lived here in Charlotte and I was just kind of hanging out with some bad people and everything. And I was like, you know what? I need to get out of here. I need to change my life. So I joined the Navy. Yeah. And lived in Florida for a while. And I started watching like little Ty Lopez videos once in a while. So when I wasn't, um, when I wasn't working, cause at the time I was also a commercial diver. So I would be when I wasn't in the water and I'd be on comms or something, I'd be watching, you know, little videos and reading little books and stuff like that to try to learn stuff. So I figured like the easiest thing out of all the list of crap he suggests to make money I thought real estate would be like the best one I could get into. So I actually reached out to three local real estate agents there and followed them around, like shouted them for a day. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. But I figured there was, there was like a better way of doing it. Cause like, these aren't the people you're going to go to to buy like skyscrapers and stuff. And those are the people like I wanted to talk to. Yeah. So I ended up, uh, stopped the dive job. I was working for BAE Systems, which is like a big defense contractor. I was working for them as a um, as a diver, and yeah. I went and um, went to Charleston to visit my dad because he was watching my son while I would be out diving and stuff like that. So I went there. I met this guy Bobby, who worked for uh, Bobby Grove. He worked uh, for a home builder, and he's at, at a different company now. So I don't want to like. Say that yeah, company. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he um, he showed me a tax return for made two hundred four thousand dollars for the year, and I was like, "Can I curse?" Yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah, like, I mean, sure. Yeah, like get the fuck out of here, man. Really, I was like, "No way." So he's like, "Read this book." Everybody always suggests to read a book, you know. And I signed up for a real estate class right there. I was like, "How much does it cost?" He's like, four hundred bucks." I went on my phone. I I paid for the class at Fortune Academy Real Estate in Charleston. And I called BAE Systems up and I was like, hey, I quit. I'm not coming back. Get my real estate license. And you're like, you're an idiot. You're going to, you suck. You're leaving everybody. So it's like, all right, whatever, fuck it. So I went down to Florida, grabbed all my shit, came back up, parked in Charleston. And I started just going to regular. I, so I got my license, started going just a couple of different regular brokerages to learn. And I mean, I learned a lot, sold a bunch of houses, met a lot of people. Then I ended up wanting to get into apartments. And my dad always worked at apartments and stuff like that. And he always like would tell me like people own these places and they make money off of everybody living here. And I was like, that's awesome. I wouldn't, if I owned that stuff, I'd never do anything. I'd be on a boat, smoking cigars, drinking whiskey. Right. Living so, the good life. Exactly. Exactly. So I end up going and, um, uh, where were we at? We're, um, so I end up going, when I'm in Charleston, I end up meeting this guy, Chris Frazier. He's the uh, vice president of Avis & Young, which mm -hmm. is a massive commercial real estate firm. 
And how'd you meet him first off? You know, what, what, what got you in the, the door? How'd you make that At the Harbor Club. I got a mortgage company to pay for like $1,500 membership for me to go to the Harbor Club. So hanging out where the people who have the money are is how you, yeah. how you made that connection. Yeah. And yeah, the mayor, uh, Mayor Tecklenburg was there. I'm not only a fan of him, but he was there. Um, his buddy, uh, his, I'm friend was with Alan, which is um, Alan Baldick. He's a commercial real estate guy at Avis. Yeah. But yeah, so I met him through there. Okay. So he was trying to recruit me on there, but I wasn't ready to make the jump yet because commercial takes a longer time for the deals to go through. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, it's like, you know what? I'm going to move back to Charlotte. You know, my family all lived out here, but, you know, my, only my dad lived in Charleston and he wanted to move back to Charlotte. So I was like, mm. all right, I'll go, I'll move back with everybody. So I moved back and I, another video on Instagram got me, freaking Gary Vanderchuk. And it was like, hey man, <laughs> if your life sucks or you feel like it sucks, just Google the, the top 10 people who are doing what you're doing in your market and just message them. DM them right so mm-hmm. I was like what do I got to fucking lose so I did that so the funny thing is the guy Nathan who made this video that I responded to now works for us mm-hmm. so it ended up working for this um I ended up meeting this guy Greg Rand who worked at this firm called Renner's Warehouse is a big mm-hmm. property management company yeah and he was like you know you I like that you want to do the apartments, but you know, people buy groups of houses. Now at the time I'm thinking regular real estate agent mindset that after four homes, you got to get a commercial loan. And then if you're going to get a commercial loan, you got to buy apartments. That was like my thinking, but that's mm-hmm. not for it's, it's not the truth. So he starts showing me people own hundreds and thousands of houses. And he's like, we sell them as a package, kind of like an apartment complex. And then we, we sell it to these big gigantic firms that, you know, then, allow people to invest in them and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's cool. And he brought me in there and then I met Adam, who is Adam's the CEO of, of Strata, which is the, the company I work for. He's one of one of my best friends. Yeah. And yeah, we ended up, I ended up meeting him there. He started working and all of a sudden he quits after like 10 months. I was like, what the fuck, man? Didn't tell me anything. Yeah. So I had to go. And I had to literally, like, I had to find him. I'd call him three, four days, wasn't answering. So I was like, what the hell? Finally called and he's like, hey man, I had to, I had to leave. I started my own firm. Um, there's a one year no compete where I can't hire anybody. So I was like, oh, that sucks. So I quit. <laughs> so I quit Renner's Warehouse. So I went over to our, uh, their competitor, well, everybody's even our competitor now, uh, SPS. Yeah. So I was with those guys and ended up, um, I hired, two online assistants because I was talking to Adam I was like yo what do you need like what do you need because you know I'm going to come back like after that year I'm going to come back work for you so what do you need he's like I got to figure this build for rent shit out we got to figure out how to get data and more owners of these portfolios of Mm -hmm. family houses so I was like all right I'll figure that part out you Mm -hmm. figure to build for rent shit out I'll figure this out so I got so Adam so Adam was working on the build for rent and you were focusing on the scattered the scattered single family residence scattered site stuff yeah so we wanted to find it and we hated paying for lists because you're paying like thousand bucks to get like maybe a hundred leads. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe like 50 of them are it's right. Costly. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's, so we're like tired of doing that. So it's like, how can I find these leads? I was like, well, you can't lie to the government. You can't lie to the government. So the government's got to have, and the government puts everything about you public record. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be something somewhere where I can find all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I 
go on onlinejobs.com and I get uh, two uh, online Filipino assistants. And me and these girls would Zoom every day. And <laughs> I would literally like share screen and I'm like, look, we're going to these websites. This is what we're doing. And in one year, we amassed 20,000 owners mm-hmm. that own anywhere between three and, you know, a billion houses. Yeah. So you were looking for the, not, I, I mean, like, I guess the mom and pop landlords, but the mom and pop landlords that had a portfolio, something like, you know, a real deal. Yeah. Like and the bit, kids didn't want it business. anymore yeah. or some shit. Like the one guy uh, did deal for in Atlanta, he, um, he's like, fuck it. I want to sell it and buy a boat. He's like, he, got a, guy, he got a guy that's investing in his little team. that's mm-hmm. giving him money to, to buy assets and he's going to mm-hmm. get a, a split of that. He's like, so I don't even have to use my own money anymore. So I'm going to sell off all my houses and I'm going to, I'm going to buy a boat. Yeah. So, so that, you're just looking for people who wanted to cash their chips in all in one, all in well, one fell swoop. Well, there's that, but there's also the guys who are like, know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like they're up on tax time. They need to sell stuff or like, they're just been in this industry for 20, 30 years. They have to make things rock and roll, you know? Yeah. So, so one thing led to another. And then, so where are you at now? What is your, what, what is your, what is your, uh, your moves right now? Where are you positioned? I know you're with Strata now. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a broker, but we, it's weird. We have both branches. We have our build for rent arm and then our SFR arm. I am the only one that does both. Yeah. Uh, aside from Adam, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I created this weird character at this, uh, IMN events and it just it worked out yeah and so for a lot of people a lot of people haven't really heard of IMN and you know you'd be surprised how many people don't know what IMN is you know it seems like it's a really big it's a really big networking conference but only the people who go know what it is so yeah you know kind of explain what IMN is and you know how valuable you think it is in terms of making those connections and you know building your you know helping your how, how it helps your career really yeah so there's two conferences that we go to. We go to the regular SFR ones. They have mm-hmm. an East and West Coast. One's Miami and one is Scottsdale, Arizona. Then they have the two built for rent ones, which is Na- uh, Nashville, Tennessee and Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we go to those and I mean, it's, it's, co- it's pricey to go to them. It's, it's like, sometimes it's like between 800 and 1500 bucks to go yeah. per person. So we'll go there. We set a booth up. We, um, and then usually what we do is we throw a huge party. Yeah. So that gets everybody to know who we are. Cause you'll get invited to little parties here and there. It was like 15, yeah. 20 people. And you want everybody to come, everybody to know your name. So we throw these, we rent out clubs and throw huge parties. And then we, we, we make them legit by making actual tickets. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think, I, everything still, on these were I, think I still have mine. Yeah. yeah I, glass ones in Miami. I still have mine. Yeah, I was at the but, one in Miami. Definitely, definitely saw it. At, you know, super cool. I mean, super cool what but, you guys were doing there. Yeah, 100%. but the it's super valuable to go. I mean, it's worth it's worth the money absolutely because you everyone walks out of there with a deal. Yeah, and the cool thing about it is, you know, when you register like a month or two out for it, they have a whole email thing where you can go in there and email and set up meetings with everybody there. And the yeah. cool thing about it is you go there and I always let everybody know in the email what I'm looking for. And a lot of times you'll end up doing Zoom meetings and stuff with them before you even go. And these are all in, in 
they have all the industries that are the service providers and stuff that you may need yeah all there so you just you, you everything's lined up for you yeah so pretty much so, everything in the sfr space whether it's builders right. property managers software buyers i mean it's everybody Owners, everything is, yeah, yeah everybody so goes to this thing when i go there i'll go on the email list and i'll just target people by their label of like what they are so it's like if we're going to build for rent conference i only want to set meetings up with developers and builders yeah you know and then um a fund is always good to meet you know um but there's there's a surplus of them yeah you know, we have millions <laughs> we have millions of them we just have not there's just no product for them right now yeah so yeah. it's just meeting builders and developers and finding out what what future projects they have like you know and then the sfr ones we want to meet with the funds and we want to meet with um with more uh people that are selling there we've done deals there yeah uh, and if we go down there it's it's even more valuable for us because when we get when we get portfolios to sell like you, you said you had that 16 or whatever if we bring we bring them down there with us, we already know the guys. We already have mm -hmm. meetings set up with them, so we can sit down with in a, the three days. We can sit down with thirty funds and show and, them and pitch the deals. Well, what we have, yeah, yeah. You know, That's or true. what you do is you show them you show them it a week before, and then you set up a meeting to talk about it while you're down there. That way, you're face to face with them. Yeah, you get you, know? you get the and decision makers yeah. all right there in one. Yeah, spot. I mean, you could print the damn spreadsheet out, or like you know, if you have a laptop <laughs> or tablet, you could go over it right there yeah. with it. Like I've, I've watched people do it and it's, it's worth it. 100%. And then the events, you network with people and it just, it, it becomes a cycle. Like I'm on the IMN train and it's not stopping. I, I'm going to be having to go to IMN until I die. Yeah. I feel like if I miss one, I feel like I would get a lot of like real rude emails from people like why I didn't go. Yeah. Blown off. Yeah. No, that's huge. And, you know, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have to link up on the, you know, if you end up going, I think you, you said you would be going to the one out on September 13th and 14th in Vegas too. Like, right. It's yeah, build that's, for rent. that's the build for rent one. Sometimes though, those parties for that one are, are a little bit more dialed down than the usual, like the usual we're putting like five, 600 people in a place. Yeah. And, but the build for rent ones, it's a lot smaller group. It's maybe like thousand people go to it. Mm -hmm. and the venue's a lot smaller mm -hmm. it's packed with service providers yeah but um you end up you, you end up just getting a small amount of like the guys that go so you try to do something small like i think we did top golf running the whole thing out and it and that's where you said max maxwell came out too right yeah yeah he was yeah he was out there he came out it was cool we didn't even play golf yeah. Actually, I think he swung like three times, but other than that, we were talking. Yeah, him and his buddy Co Michael. Yeah, they're very cool. They're super cool dudes. I was just in Winston Salem, which is like where he lives. I was there like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I got to go to Kentucky next week. Well, very cool. I'm a traveling job, man. I hear you, and and I know you know being in you know each different market. I mean, for the scattered, you know, especially for scattered single family, you know, you got to kind of have your hand in all of the hot markets, especially in the Sun Belt states, and you know yeah, that's right. where you know. That's where it's happening. So, you know, I mean, we've seen, I know you've seen, you know, probably more than I have, how much this industry has kind of taken shape and grown over the years. I mean, where do you think, you know, where do you think it's going next, especially with, you know, uh, you know, people on social media have their own perception of, you know, what we do in this space and, you know, the yeah, news tries to, you know, the news tries to shed a bad light on it. But I mean, where do you think the industry is going? I mean, what do you think, uh, what do you think's in store, especially for single family? 
I mean, I, obviously, just because the way with with interest rates where they're at, I think everybody's going to go more towards renting. Personally, I don't know why everybody's got a beef against renting. Here, like, here's my 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 real deal thought. It don't fucking matter. Like, most people are like, I don't want a renter next to me because they're going to party or whatever like that. And it's just, you know what? It don't matter how that fucking door pays the bill. Whether it's a mortgage or a rent, your neighbor can suck or be awesome. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. You can have the greatest neighbor in the world that rents and the worst neighbor in the world that has a mortgage. And guess what? They're fucking stuck there for 30 years. They, they could leave but or yeah, they could don't know. If they're a bad renter, you could kick them the fuck out. You could always complain, but you know, it, don't be a piece of shit. And, and also, you know, I find it weird when that argument gets brought up that like, you know, I feel like a mom and pop operator is more likely to allow that behavior to kind of carry on and not have the, the brass to do anything about it when a more sophisticated, you know, formal professional operator may, you know, kind of, you know, see what's going on and, you know, kind of just say, okay, you know, enough is enough and move on from that. I would say it's the reverse. And I'm not probably a good mix of both. Probably a good mix of both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we can, without even seeing the properties, when we just get addresses and everything, and you give us the, like, when we do our analysis mm -hmm. for SFR, we can just tell by the numbers how you are as an operator. So it's, 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 it's not hard to tell how you're, how you're treating people, or what the properties even look like. Without you, them. You, you think, you think a mom and pop operator runs at a, a tighter ship than a, a more formal institution? Yeah, I know a lot of people that got a lot of fear of their landlord when they personally know them yeah because it's like they'll show up with the cops like a big property management firm like they send you letters they're hard as hell to get in touch with like <laughs> man i got there's a dude i mean there's a, i don't want to shout the company out here but i i really want to because they deserve it but i watch them shit on a girl i know real bad real yeah, bad keep in mind, we don't have we... anything at yeah. all yeah. anything at all i mean we blasted them on facebook everything went to the place went to the damn place and complained yeah and this is not a uh you know a top-ranked podcast you know so you know if there's a name drop there that you know people need to look out for no you know. it, it's no they, they go to imn too <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough no, i don't want to i don't want to blast enough. them yeah but yeah well, that's, that's a good point yeah. so i mean and, you know, I mean, with, uh, you know, with interest rates rising, you know, with, with cap rates potentially being compressed due to that, I mean, do you think that that, you know, could affect exit strategies for some of these build to rent builders, you know, looking to kind of get product out there quick and, you know, yeah, have so that the numbers, just don't, the numbers don't work for build for rent funds. So it ends up working more to be a build for sale deal. So, yeah, like, for instance, we did it. We did a call today and it's uh, it's a project out in Greenville. Uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and mm -hmm. the the numbers just just too low. The cap rates is just too low for it mm -hmm. to work. I mean, it's due to the taxes. Yeah, you know, it just makes more for, sense for them to just put you know hire an agent, start selling yeah, them. I mean, we have to we have to justify getting rents up like two hundred bucks. Yeah, and but and that would that would make it like in the range of where it needs to be, but it's still like. You know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to make deals work now when that, when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Not, 
So, so from your standpoint, you know, you've obviously made a great name for yourself. You have great connections and you're, you know, you're rocking and rolling, you know, what's the, you know, what's that 10 year, 20 year horizon, you know, what's that end game for you? Where are you trying to, uh, where are you trying to take things? Honestly, man, I'd like, I would like to start my own fund. And I've been thinking about skyscrapers a lot. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Yeah, it's like everybody's got houses and stuff like that. You want the office but buildings. Do you know anyone who's got a skyscraper who's like, I got a skyscraper. Yeah. And then my Not- office will be at the very top of it. And I would smoke cigars and drink whiskey and take my helicopter around the city. <laughs> Not too many people have them. So that's that's definitely a... um what is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like implementing it's, your name in history. Like once you totally have one, you'll never, you'll never not have one. You know exactly. what I mean? It's totally doable. That's fair. It definitely is like with the amount of money, in the, you know, that's out there. It's definitely doable. It's definitely. Doable. Oh yeah. Yeah. It just game cap rates. Yeah. <laughs> Only in certain areas. Only in certain areas. It's not too bad, but they just adjust. It just makes hard. It makes it harder to put projects together for them. Really yeah. Is. You know, and then then you got to wait on, especially for build for rent, just delays on on all the supplies and everything they need. You know, and you see, you think that you know, since you kind of get a, an inside view of all that, do you think that's lightening up, or you think that's still a pretty persistent issue? It's still an issue because everybody's trying because these projects are going down. A lot of them, excuse me, a lot of them have uh, started going up now. You know, a lot of companies started closing on land and stuff like that, and they're starting yeah. to build now. So, excuse me, the rush for land, but to find good land that works is uh, is huge. There's everything we look at, and our analyst, because she helps to uh, Meg, she helps search for land and stuff like that. And it's like everyone she calls on, it's like three or four people have called already. It's been hit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just got a good lead off. 80 acres in Florida in a prime spot for really yeah. real cheap. Yeah. yeah so. We're about to start hunting in our, in our Georgia market. We have, we have a couple backyard niches that, you know, little, little areas that we're about to start hitting pretty hard. So we'll yeah, see, man. we'll see what the competition looks like. Lately, a lot of my stuff's been coming out of Atlanta. Yeah. Everything I've been getting lately has been out of Atlanta. Yeah. No build for rent there. People that's who bought good. the build for rent I did in Charlotte are from Atlanta. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. But Yeah. So, yeah, you know, with, with all you've done so far, you know, I mean, you know, what, what's some of the best things that you've learned and, you know, what's something that you can share for people, you know, who are really, you know, looking to kind of take that next step. Maybe they've kind of dabbled, maybe they've, you know, they're like an agent who has, you know, done a lot of, you know, selling, but, you know, they want to get more into the high level investment side. You know, what, you know, what have you learned on your trek to getting there and what, you know, what advice would you give somebody um, in that same position? Get good at spreadsheets. <laughs> get good at underwriting yeah. yeah yeah that's the only way to do it the only way to do it and understand every you know everything you need to understand in, in investment real estate you know don't buy a motivational book buy a manual you know like the four dummies books man they'll break stuff down for you yeah and, and, and you have to learn you got to learn like the technical side of it but you also have to get around the people that are doing it you know, we're always, I tell people all the time, for, like, for instance, I had a guy yesterday, man, I'd like to come work for you, you know, and he's trying to sell me on, like, oh, I'm a good person, I show up for work, that's cool, it's great, you want to do what we do, shut the fuck up, 
I have yeah. so many people that say, "Will you know how do you know how can I can on work with you? Show up, show yeah. up, show up." You know how many people show up? Fucking make that mistake. Yeah. You know, I drove a fucking hour when I lived in Lake Wiley. I drove an hour every day up here on I seventy seven, which is like a road that just idiots drive on because all they do is crash. Yeah. And like, I drove an hour in the back through that every day to come up here to be able to work around Adam to learn this shit because that to, was just the commitment yeah. I had. You know, I would get times where I. I would come up and stay over his house for like three or four days just to save money on gas, you know? And like, and I did that for a year, Yeah. you know, and got, you know, I got my first build for rent project going and everything. And then got, you know, then just started selling a whole bunch of SFR. And then I had a lull where everything kind of slowed down for a little bit. And then uh, all of a sudden it just, jumped up and went nuts for like a sustained few months until now like six months straight just uh i mean everybody that i called and talked to like six seven months prior was all calling wanting to sell their stuff mm-hmm. so it just it just got nuts that's perfect man well, I, you know, again, super insightful stuff, you know, loved, you know, loved everything you shared. You know, I think a lot of listeners will gain a lot of value from that. And uh, I'm sure you got a ton more stories. So I think we'll have to do an, uh, another episode. Yeah, I, got, and... I got billions, man. I've done all kinds of, <laughs> I've done all kinds of stuff, man. Well, we kept this one professional. We'll go a little bit more. Uh, we'll go a little bit more X-rated on the next one. All right. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Well, again, I appreciate you being on the show and um, you know, we'll do it again sometime, but best of luck out there, Lee. And, you know, anybody's listening. Do you, do you care if anybody reaches out to you, you know, any listeners who want to reach out, you know, Go talk to you a little bit, you know, Go do you, you want to share a good email that, you know, anybody could reach you at? Yeah. Um, it's L Hoffman at strata SFR.com. So, uh, L H O F F M A N at S T R A T A S F R.com. Good deal. And if you guys want to reach out to him, you better be prepared to yeah, work. You can so follow he's me on Instagram at Leland yeah. Hoffman. Let's go. There you go. And LinkedIn. Get him on LinkedIn. And uh, and on LinkedIn, yeah, Lee Hoffman. Good stuff. Yep. All right, man. Well, perfect. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for being the first guest. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No problem. Thanks. Good deal. All right. You have a good one, man.